Hello and welcome to the next installment of Opt-In NYC Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Police Officer Joe Galetta. I am joined in studio this week with... John Negron. Remotely with... Addison Moreno. And we also have two other guests with us. Lieutenant Elaine Santiago. And... DJ Mode. All right, guys. So, Lieutenant, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Why are you here? Um, so, I've been brought into options once I met a couple of your colleagues. I've started the police department in July of 2009, um, made lieutenant in uh, 2018. I'm now the CEO of the photo unit. I've uh, just kind of been bringing any tools and resources that I have into options, and uh, so I'm here. Excellent. And DJ Mode? Yeah, I'm here to accompany and support <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, my great friend. I dragged friend. him here. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Elaine uh, Santiago, yes. So, uh, Lou, you're a second-generational police officer. How has that kind of impacted your, your uh, perception of the job coming in and, and throughout your career? So, um, my father was a police officer for about 25 years. Uh, that always allowed me to kind of know what the old-school way of things were. Um, brought a sense of family in the police department to me. Um, also, the way that it was with the community then, um, similar to what we're doing now, kind of just expanding and, and in my opinion, bringing it better. Um, always have them over my shoulder, asking me what I'm doing and uh, telling me never to stop as far as uh, going up in rank and all that good stuff. Can you talk about your, your journey moving up ranks? Because when we were reading your bio, it was really impressive, kind of the lengths that you started going through within the department. Um, so yeah, police officer in 2009. Um, I then made it to uh, sergeant in May of 2016. So it's just a short time thereafter. Um, I mean, my, my initial goal when I first got on the police department as a police officer was I wasn't going to stop there. Um, I was probably a rookie on the streets of Harlem and saying, you know, I'm not just going to be a police officer. I want to be a borough commander one day. So it was um, never stop, study, um, starting in 2016, lieutenant in 2018. That wasn't so bad as far as timing goes for us. So can you tell us about your experience in the applicant processing division? Yes, yeah, so in the applicant processing division, I was a... Um, I was doing computer background inquiries there for all titles, school safety, traffic agents, school crossing guards, uh, custodial, eventually police officers. Um, our goal there was just, you know, bring people in, give people jobs. However, I can help you to get through this process, um, guide you, tell you what I need, um, getting information from other uh, schools you've gone to, your employers, putting together a package uh, that would say this person is qualified to work for the New York City Police Department. Now, I know also alongside your impressive career uh, moving up the ranks that you also have a lot of activities you do on personal time that do also tie into the job. Um, can you talk about some of that? Um, starting as a police officer, that was when my introduction to the Ronald McDonald House. Um, there are locations all over New York City. The one specifically here, um, people come from all over the world. That's their place to stay while the child is kind of going through their cancer treatment. It's just a place to give them emotional support, give them activities. We're there to guide them through anything. We brought them to um, July 4th, to the Thanksgiving Day Parade, just seeing their smiles, making sure they're enjoying their Christmas, just kind of alleviating what they're going through at the time. Um, around that time as well, I started coaching for the Busek Little League, which is a department-facilitated little league up in Washington Heights. Um, kids of all ages come and you know, at an affordable rate to be able to play baseball, get them off the street. And all of their coaches are police officers, some of which come from the same neighborhood that uh, we're coaching in. And they actually, some of them played in the league when they were young and eventually became police officers. So it's just a, a, a guiding way um, to get them involved. 
uh, as a sergeant, I was drafted, say drafted, uh, by Bronx Community Affairs to DJ their Girls Empowerment Day, uh, which is one day, usually Columbus Day, since the girls are all from school. Girls ages 12 to 17, they come through, have all sorts of activities, football, uh, rock climbing, Zumba. Um, they have some time where they just come together and engage with one another. Um, have a DJ workshop too that I set up to arrange with them. They get to have a little crash course, DJ 101, mix one song into another. Usually something simple, but it's fun for them. Um, going from there, uh, when I was a lieutenant, I was in the 3-4 precinct. I did a, uh, a senior domino tournament. So I brought in all the rookies that were coming from the academy uh, in their training. Brought them. I brought every supervisor that was working. All my police officers that weren't assigned to a job at the time, they came and they played with the seniors, dominoes, dancing with them, cards, working out with them, having lunch with them, just having conversation. Something that they, they said they hadn't done. I had police officers come to me and tell me they've never experienced something like that in their career. Um, to backtrack as a sergeant as well, I, I managed the disaster relief drive that we had post uh, Hurricane Maria and the earthquakes in Mexico. Um, we was there for a month at the Resorts World Casino, and we had over 400,000 pounds of supplies that were brought in. Uh, myself and a team that we put together were in Puerto Rico for 10 days, hand-delivering to people. Um, we were probably the first relief they saw, in some cases, getting hugs from people and just telling us, you know, we haven't seen a bit of help, and you guys were the first ones to come here. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, yeah, oh, I that, might have I might it. have missed something, but I'm that's not all. sure. That's all. That's it. Wow. No, that's, <laughs> that's actually super impressive that you're able to do all that. It's it, that's honestly incredible. It's so uh, impressive. Sometimes there is no time, but at the heart of it all, it's just wanting to help. You yeah, know? of course. Yeah. Let's pause for one moment and hear a word from our sponsors. So, Lieutenant, how did you get involved and meet DJ Mode here? Um, so, I DJed a, an HIV and AIDS fundraiser contest. Well, I was in the contest as a, a competitor. And I participated in that, and he was one of the judges there. Um, so, after I did my set, and then Adam, well, DJ Mode had to run out quickly. He had given his card to my friend. He was like, I want to work with your friend. Uh, tell her to contact me. And it was like he wanted to build on my DJing skills because I was just starting at the time. Um, so... That's how our relationship started. And from there, it was like, well, I'm involved in all these things, um, trying to bring all of my tools and resources to the police department. And in meeting you, like, let's just bridge together and see what we have and what can we continue doing together. Um, so obviously, I dragged them here today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's truly an honor to, to have met Elaine. And, and it's, uh, you know, kind of, again, chance happening. You know, I was judging this battle and saw her and was thoroughly impressed, even though, you know, it was the raw talent in that early stage, like she said. Um, but I can tell, I was like, that she was very gifted. So, you know, and then just her energy and everything, the way she carried herself, definitely wanted to connect with her. And um, from there, I mean, obviously you heard the, you know, <laughs> the list of things. You, you wonder how she has the time in the day, but she's incredibly generous with her time and uh, what she wants to share with her community. So with that, I was always happy to partner with her on anything that we could. So like she mentioned the Ronald McDonald thing, Christmas time comes around, we're helping to kind of collect for that. You know, obviously I remember, you know, Hurricane Maria, that was a big one, but you know, one of my favorite memories and ties to this was I was throwing a back to school um, block party 
in the South Bronx and she really, I mean, was hands-on and helping me, which I don't know how she has the time in the day to uh, assist in the way that she did. But she contributed greatly to, you know, helping to get all the permits and to get all permissions for everything that we needed um, to not only collect, donate from her own to kind of call on her pals and everyone that she had um, as resources to kind of assist with me. Um, so I'm more than happy to be here for any and everything that she needs. When you had first started working there, did you know she was a police officer with the NYPD? Did Absolutely not. No. So did that come as a surprise to you? Is that it like was. It was incredibly surprising. Um, you know, she's plain clothes there. You know, there was no mention of that, you know, of that connection or, or where they received the contestants or anything like that. I guess I didn't have, you know, all that information. I jetted out. Um, we had it, it wasn't until maybe our third or fourth lesson that I learned that she was on the job. And, uh, and uh, you know, and again, just because it wasn't how she, she didn't lead with that, right? right. It was just her personality, you know, and um, her love and, you know, her creativity, and for, you know, for music, um, which kind of drew me to her and, uh, and kind of, you know, began our relationship and built the foundation for it. But then after that, yeah, seeing her contributions, how she works, her work ethic, um, again, you see how she's climbing her, you know, her studies, her, you know, she's just a hard worker, man. Do you actively um, participate in department events, or is it kind of just a, a, a support thing for, for the lieutenant? So more so in a, a support, you know, manner. She calls on me, and and whenever there's something again, like her, you know, her event, her DJ events, and things like that, I'll her help. You know, podcast. yeah, her, her random <laughs> podcast, things like that. I'll show up, or you know, again, help provide equipment and gear. Um, you know, kind of in that capacity for her. Right yeah, now, we, yeah, we we have our group of friends that I've sat, and I'm like. Give me 10 years. We're all going to sit together and we're all going to be a part of something. You know, me and the police department and them in whatever capacity they're in. Adam with music and DJing. Uh, we've had friends that are poets and playwrights. Um, just friends that are all over in, in different aspects. We just all come together and get whatever we have to do done. Yeah, and I think it's like, you know, case by case basis when there's something that she feels, you know, we can fit and contribute to, you know, and it just kind of makes sense. Um, I think that's when we're, we're kind of brought in. How can we all help? That's it. Exactly. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite event that you have done besides like the block party? Like that just really stands out to you with the department in general? I mean, watching them during Hurricane Maria. I mean, that was the one where I stuck around. Like, So, you know, donated obviously um, to it. And uh, just seeing her and her colleagues work in that capacity of just, I mean, that selflessness of giving of their time, their resources, and just being out there. With, I mean, in the hot sun, you know, just collecting, um, you know, everything and just the way it was ran i mean this was day after day and day and then again she went to puerto rico so i guess kind of just being a fly on the wall for that and just being able to be involved and to um you know to observe really how they worked was pretty impressive for me so lieutenant recently you've been transitioned into the photo unit right yes. um can you tell us a little bit about that so the photo unit falls under the detective bureau um because it does have an investigative aspect to it um when you have cases and cases need uh, identifications for the bad guys so to speak uh, my unit takes part in that um, so think of a lineup with people standing up you're trying to identify who was the person who committed the crime um, we do it in the aspect of photos and editing it and making sure everything is uniform and uh, not suggestive um, the other part of the photo unit is uh, coverage of department events um, so if anything's going on in the city anything that the police department is a part of uh, my photographers are there to make sure that there's photo coverage of that. 
So you kind of went into our next question, but uh, of what they do, what kind of events would the department want photographers at in, in like a celebratory manner or something? Um, so with COVID, obviously, we've been kind of limited in what we're doing. Uh, we still try to cover in as much as we can. Um, we have fraternal events. We'll have holiday events, uh, promotions. Yesterday, there was an Explorer graduation um, that we covered. Um, retirements, uh, community events, you name it, we're there. Um, taking photos, turkey drives, Christmas drives, uh, everything. So just any kind of event that the department has going on. Yeah, we, we just covered the vaccinations in NYCHA over the weekend as well at the Polo Grounds. We wanted to make sure we were covering that. You know, it's all historic at this point, um, what we're going through. So um, I was going to ask, you touched upon it briefly. Has there been... Um, aside from the, the limitations of the events and how many photographers you could actually have there, has there been any major kind of setbacks in the photo unit because of the pandemic? Um, so the limitations as far as like we can't all be around each other was probably the greatest thing that we've dealt with. Um, and wanting to keep everyone safe because every, everyone still wanted to come to work. But my, in my mind was also how, how can I do this and keep them safe at the same time? You know, they are dealing with prisoners at some point. Um, so that is you know, constant contact with people. Um, so the biggest thing was just keeping my staff safe and making sure that everyone was doing okay. You know, they're going home to their families and that's the biggest thing. You guys got any questions for us? Uh, what else can we do for you guys? Obviously, you know, Thank we're you covering here. our events. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we start getting more events, I mean, we always got to have, uh, there. I definitely want to get some of your, uh, participants from options over to the photo unit see if we can get a nice photo crash course 101 and then have you guys cover an event i think that'd be pretty cool you guys can edit your own photos um just see the process print your stuff and it's your work um you know it's your artistry your talents i think i know some some option kids that would that would love that <laughs> that would be great i would love that and, and what about the the djing side what, yeah, what I mean, you got going on listen i would love to hear your calendar you know plans for the calendar year and uh, yeah, in any way that I can be involved and help out and again, potentially even do some programming with, uh, you know, maybe some DJ classes or production classes, you know, and I love the photography element as well. Just documenting all that whole process is a timestamp and in, in history and something that uh, is just is a really special time. We should be documenting everything, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm definitely again, I'm here. I'm a resource. Uh, again, anything you guys need from me, I'm in. Excellent. One thing we always do is we always ask our guests for a police story related to any point in your career. you have one for us? Um, so most of my career was Manhattan North for the most part. I did spend one summer in Bed-Stuy, the summer of 2010. Um, that was time we were doing impacts so where everything was on foot. And we pri primarily had the same posts over and over again. So I got to know uh, the people of, of this one specific block. I think it was Lexington. Um, and had to run, I think, to an officer that was in need of assistance. So the same people, they would see me over and over again. They just see me run past them, obviously trying to get to the police officer. When I come back, they're like, we were going to run right behind you to go help you, Miss S. They're like, who's that running? Oh, that's Miss S. Does she need us? <laughs> and uh, that always stuck to me, you know, just having had that uh, engagement with them. They knew it was me and they were ready to have my back, you know. And I was a police officer on the beat in 2010. So uh, that was pretty cool. I think that really shows how uh, community-oriented you've always been. Yeah, yeah, the community's yeah. like, where's she going? Let's go help her. Yeah. So that's that's certainly impressive. John, you got anything else? Um, just an overall, an overall thank you and, and, and hearing how large kind of 
for lack of a better words, your resume is and, and the amount of things you've done for the community and you will continue to do. And just thank you for the for the consistent support because I'm sure that uh, a person is made up of the of the people they're around. So yeah, that uh, couldn't be you know said any better. Uh, my team and my friends are always just people that we're all here for service. Uh, we're all humans. We're all here to love each other and, and be kind to one another. So I think that I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's well said. And, and I think that uh, it just speaks to her character so greatly, just the amount of, of reach she has even outside of this job. And, and, you know, she's I mean, everyone that connects with her is on her seam and on her side because she's intentional about what she's doing and her plans for how she's going to impact the community. And that's pretty incredible. Definitely. Well, I want to thank both of you so much for taking the time to be here today. I look forward really to working with both of you. Uh, For anyone listening, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Rate us as highly, highly as you can. We'd greatly appreciate it. For John, for Madison, for DJ Mode, for Lieutenant Santiago, I am Police Officer Joe Galetta. Thank you for tuning in.